right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. Shutting down not only the power to his local community, but also to our crack hours to record. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. that's what's necessary, apparently, to get Bluetooth technology to work. You know, it's not like it's been around for 15 freaking years or am, whatever it is. Am I sensing, Car Campit, a tad of allergies? Yeah, I got allergies. Damn. You got some allergies, huh? Leak it's that genes. time of year, isn't it? Yep, it that sure is. Yeah, I woke up uh, yesterday morning with the feeling of somebody had shot a bullet into the back of my throat. Um, it was an awful feeling. And then I was like, this is why I moved to Florida was to prevent this. Mm -hmm. It has followed. It took a year. It has followed. I'm sorry to hear that. uh, I'm having a massive outbreak of herpes, but the silver lining, it's all in my shaft. Okay. Shaft only. It's not going to, it's not going to affect recording today. (laughs) Glad you chose to share that. Thank you. You sound, you sound the healthiest of anyone here. (laughs) You do. You do. At yeah, least no, on the I'm living it up. Really, if you have it's penile herpes, it's um, it's not out in the open, you know. No, it really isn't. Men, you don't men, have to like let anybody know. Men are so fortunate in that respect. We 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 can just go on doing what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Passing it on not... to unsuspecting partners. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a funny prank. Let's go back on another Peterson. Um, Yeah, I don't know what to... So I saw the video... Okay, the way that I saw that he did that was through his daughter. uh, Really, and and this is a major L for the whole family. Messages underneath the quote tweet. Dad, you cannot repost stuff like this. Eventually, he deleted it. Why she didn't think to give him a phone call, I don't know. So she let what, Twitter can I get background that. here. Oh, <laughs> okay. Have, you, have you not been keeping up, buddy? He actually—that's right. Carr has been blissfully unaware of what's been going on in the internet, buddy. First of all, first thing, we're at war with Ukraine. We called that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that. Jordan Peterson. Uh, he's been so you know Jordan Peterson. You remember we've had a lot of encounters with him in the past. Sure, I do a I pretty well. great impression of the guy. Do you remember Dor- that? Dor- the lobster. Dor- Dor. Um, he uh, he's been very anti CCP since he got hooked in with the the Ben Shapiro crowd, right? Okay. Um, well, he you know over the past week, do you remember how we just dealt with? Kanye West having like a two month social media slash podcast mental breakdown. Mm-hmm, and now that's mm-hmm. gone. That fizzled. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson is our next hero. His mental breakdown was cool and funny. This it's, mental I, breakdown is sad. Can I get, and can, can Bird have the floor here for a moment, Aaron, to fill me in? <laughs> so, so Jor, Jordan P. Pe- oh, God. Jordan Peterson. 
Jordan Peterson decided that he was going to go ahead and retweet a video of a couple of fat guys in hospital beds. Mm-hmm. They don't have any pants on. Step two. Attached okay. to the penis no. is a penis pump. No. A pneumatic the, device of sorts. The video is clearly some sort of like fetishistic milking factory video. Oh my God. Christ. And Jordan Peterson goes, the Chinese have to be stopped. Like he retweeted, <laughs> like blaming the Chinese over a bunch of like clearly like fat Canadian guys. Yeah. It's very clearly implied he thinks it's some sort of Chinese breeding program, some operation of their government to get the birth rate up. Not one of them even looks vaguely Chinese, by the way, <laughs> which is also important. Yeah. Jordan Peterson oh, is, man. and uh, actually it was and Slappy, if you'll remember, fellas, from all those years ago, who turned on him first. They were the originators of the turn on the Jordan Peterson movement. I think we came shortly afterwards. Nobody predicted can dick we, milking. Can we bleep out in, you giving them credit? I, I was thinking about that, Aaron, and you know what? You've given me the forte right. to move forward with the idea of blocking yeah, yeah, at least one of the two of those names, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jordan Peterson. And that wasn't the only thing Jordan Peterson did this week. There was another video of – there was some other things that had happened over the past and, – and he frequently has mental breakdowns where he, he – if you disagree with Jordan Peterson – you are a, de- a demon, a demonic a troll person. De- a troll demon, yeah, I've a seen troll, that. troll, yes, a troll demon. I, I would like that if he had a fan base that was fanatical in following him through with that logic. Okay. That's I amazing. had an encounter with a pest the other day. You want to hear this? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> Feels like a minute, minute 35 kind of topic, but let's bump it up to six. Well, it actually, I think it's actually closer to a 10 or 15 minute. Um, oh I went to the I went to the Renaissance Fair Ooh, this weekend, last weekend. It was Pirate Week. Um, so immediately when I go in, I'm I'm with the lady and a couple of friends. Immediately as I go in, I split from the group. I'm off on my own. They're gonna have to Gone find rogue. me. You walk. The yeah, plank. I don't. <laughs> I treat these things very seriously. When I'm at that sort of a convention, so all right. So my name my name was Wetbeard. Was my pirate name for, you know, it was a crude joke about, sure. you know, uh-huh. Conolingus. So yeah, yeah. my name was Wetbeard. Pussy. A Chinese yeah, milking was... technique. <laughs> 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 I'm going to milk you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm going around and I'm, I'm fraternizing, you know, when I see a nut, and it's actually because it was pirate week, it was kind of easier to pick out who to fraternize with if they weren't dressed as pirates i was not having a conversation with them mm-hmm. so f- first of all when you enter the area there's a security check they don't want you to bring it which is crazy because there are people with fully sharpened blades all yeah. kinds of stuff cannons grape shot <laughs> unbelievable things you're because Muskets. you know shout out to deerfield beach florida you could really you can go in there with an ar-15 if it fits the character design Oh um, yeah. So I'm in there, security check. The guy, the guy's being a little funny. He's been out in the sun all day. Obviously, he's very hot. 
He's like trying to tell a joke. I wasn't having it because I didn't want to get the security check because to get the security check, you have to take off your belt, which is annoying to me because you don't have to take off the weapons belts. But if you have a belt securing your pants, it had to come off. So the, I take the belt off and I put it to the side and I put my arms out and the guy starts go going and he goes, you, do you know, do you know what's funnier to say than R? I shut him down immediately. I said, <laughs> make sure you swab my poop deck. <laughs> oh, oh, the, you, you sidestepped and then you counterattacked. <laughs> he looks up at me. You know, he's like bent over. He's like on the shoe area. Uh -huh. He's a very tall guy. That's when I say it. He looks up at me and he tr finishes his joke. But I'm so pleased with myself. I don't remember what he said. Immediately hear what he said. Wow. And he lets me through. And I kind of just looked at him for a second and I was like, wasn't that fun? Was that funny or not? Was it like I wanted to get some acknowledgement? I didn't get any acknowledgement. It was probably the 900th up. poop deck oh, joke he'd, he'd received that oh, day. I don't know, yeah. man. It was fucking Pirate Weekend. I had one of the first. so hard. And then he, he kind of <laughs> counter moosed you a little bit. Yeah. He did. He didn't give me what I was looking for. Yes. Yeah. It so, was two moose charging each other, but they just charged past each other. They just kind of missed each other by a yeah. a fraction. There was And there was no feeling of respect, unlike with the two moose. They respect one another's altitude. Yeah. Uh, there was no mutual respect. So I was a little bit... I didn't like it. I wouldn't Hold have on. it. Can we call a that start. a near moose? A near moosing, yeah. yeah a near That's moose. a, oh. I'm sorry to hear that, Bird. That was probably like just kind of a... Like a near miss? I don't know. Low, I'm trying. A low yes. energy start to your pirate weekend. Uh, it was so. because I thought it was a high energy comment. And by, yep. the, by the way, pause. Thank you for the episode title. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. So there were two other events that happened to me when I went in there. You're going to hate me for this, but I, I used the poop deck joke again. I used it twice oh, because I didn't because I didn't get it. The you didn't first get the time. satisfaction. You didn't get the satisfaction right. you were looking so, for. So. So and the second time was was an un, more of an unfortunate use. First of all, I'm going to explain my other thing. As I'm walking in, I see a sign. It says Scotch egg. I go hell yeah. Have you ever had a Scotch egg before? Oh yeah. I don't remember what it is. Oh yeah. What is the it's Scotch a, egg? It's basically a, a baseball-sized meatloaf with an egg inside of it. That right. sounds pretty good. Hey, are we echoing? Okay, where were we? It's oh, good to know. Got, yeah, yes, it, yeah. I bet it is good to know, Aaron. I bet it because I've it had had been you many a time, many, where many a time on a Wednesday morning at like <laughs> ten o'clock. I'm like, oh fuck, and I gotta Echoing go through the entire <laughs> trying to edit out all the dog shit that Aaron brings into the episode. <laughs> I love that. I love that our audio quality is is resembled just like a, a, an arc where we're just. We we started out really bad, like in episode one, and we slowly got better and better. It's we got it figured out. It's just always fucking something on this. We show, reached isn't it? we reached apogee, and now we're just headed right back down. At some point, we're gonna get but, down to the. It's it's worse than w even when we began. And I think you're making a great point about the banks, which we'll get to later. Yeah. but not right now. But not right now. No, no not in the middle of a pirate right story. <laughs> not not, <laughs> no. not during Scotch no. egg well, hour. Actually, you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna get worse for you because it wasn't the Scotch egg. Okay. okay. Next to the Scotch egg sign was a much more troubling sign: cotton candy pickle. Uh, what uh, is what? this? Tell me more. I'm begging <laughs> you. So, 
I watched them make this. It is, first of all, it's a pickle the size of a baby's arm. It's a gigantic English cucumber pickle. It was like $14. It was very expensive. What they do is they take the full-size pickle. They put it into the cotton candy machine and simply wrap the cotton candy around it and then hand it to you. God. That's awesome. <laughs> Good. That's, okay. Stinks. That's, stinks. that's Americana, Connor, that's, is what that, that is. You're, that's you know, that's what I said when I bought it. I said, this is a novelty. And then I took one bite into it and I threw it right in the trash. It made me want to vomit. It tasted like Pepto Bismol. It was really bad. Were you guys camping out there? No, but you can. You have an option to. Okay. Um, I went to a pirate weekend of the Renaissance Fair here in Texas, uh, like in October. And camped out there and whew, got wild. As pirates? Yeah, dressed up as a pirate. You were pirated up. Did you have a name and everything? No, I didn't have a name. I was just dressed as a pirate. Uh, uh, Meatbird and his girlfriend were there, so we, you know, we just camped together. It was a, it was, got really hammered one night, and uh, <laughs> somebody. Uh, so I was in my setup, my in my sleeping in my car, like as you've seen, yep. as I do at Childerberg. The classic Childerberg move, yeah. <clears throat> And uh, Meatbird and his girlfriend had this whole uh, big tent set up. I mean, they had the works. And Meatbird's a little bit of a, a, a glamper. He's he's not really a you know a, a, the, the rugged outdoors type. Okay. And uh, we go out and we get these, these things are wild. By the way, I, I'm sure there's some people listening that have that have stayed at these. Like it gets. I, I have so many stories that I could tell from that weekend. Um, but people like after dark that are camping there start to get real weird and rowdy, like real quick. Nerds, um, any sort of nerd event is guaranteed to capital G, capital W, get weird more yeah, than yeah, any yeah. other type of event. Oh my it's god, guaranteed. yeah, it, it was nuts. So at some point, yeah. I guess we were walking around, and I mean, we we were just had bottles of liquor in our hand. It was it was totally irresponsible for like you know young thirty three year old. 32 year olds, whatever. Fry, ample, yeah. Uh, we get real loaded, and then we get back to the camp, and I went to crash in my car, and I did that with like two of the doors open and the hatch open. So I was just passed out on my back and the, you know, on my mattress. And I guess they went to bed, and some guy like fell asleep or like lost his way and was so drunk he fell asleep leaning into their tent. Like, oh my, draped into their tent, <laughs> and Meatbird's okay. girlfriend kept trying to wake him up, and you know oh, it was God. just a confusing scene. So it took like two hours to get the guy, you know, out of there. Oh, and I remember oh it ended God. with it ended with the guy asking Meatbird where he where he had to go, and Meatbird said, "Into the woods, I don't care," <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a dangerous proposition because we're in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and we're right on the edge of the woods, man. If you took him up on that, like God knows where the guy is. <laughs> See, that's always my concern with stuff like that: is that somebody's gonna die, and yeah. then I have to go and deal with it, like right. when someone dies. That's mm -hmm. why it, usually I'll turn in early at at, at Childerberg because. That first night gets crazy, um, and if somebody dies, I want to be able to say I was asleep so that I don't have to attend a jury, or it's the, mm -hmm. it's the easiest thing to do is turn in early. That's the what I would defense. say. It's extremely <laughs> responsible to just go to bed. It's okay just to have to an bed. adult bedtime. Mm -hmm. I'm at the age feel... now where you don't need to tell me twice. Yeah. Do yeah. 
Like, well, just, and this is I'm brings up a topic that I've wanted to discuss for a while, which is who dies at Childerberg first. Um, but in the spirit of keeping things lighthearted, I'm going to finish with the with the pickle story. With oh, the I'm sorry. Yeah, I kind of interrupted story. you. So 20 minutes later, the story finishes because I vomited. And <laughs> this will be the first time that my, my lady who is with me will hear that. Because I was separated from the group when the vomiting oh, happened. A secret vomit, a, a clandestine and I, vomit. And I didn't, and I couldn't look her in the eyes when I when I got back over, and my face was all splotchy with red because that happens when yeah. you intensely vomit. Um, and I walk over to her, and uh, she's like, "Where'd you go?" I was like, "I was just looking around." In my head, I'm going. I fucking ate a cotton candy pickle and then I vomited the, co- the, the cotton so candy pickle. So back in my frat days, we used to call that a ninja. Do you guys know that name for, or was that a regional no. thing? No, no, it's got to be a regional. I've heard. Do you want a ninja? Mm. Yeah, a ninja? no, I've heard of that. Just I've, a ninja vomit. Like I've been told. I've been told oh. I'm a ninja. I've ninjaed multiple times. You say it on this show a lot. Yeah. Do it's, I? Yeah. It, yeah, it's the word we. It's the Something word I close. bleep. All the time. Oh yes, yeah. yes, that word. I've never had it. I've never heard of ninjaing. I am a ninja because I. The, sometimes you just gotta puke, right? Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. And I, the reaction that like a third of all people have to a person puking is totally out of control. I mean, you know, like okay, here's another one: getting a nosebleed. Have you ever? had like a group of 10 people see you get a nosebleed six out of the 10 of them have manic reactions i mean yeah, totally I mean, crazy every weekend in the crack house when we get some money <laughs> Harry, oh, your i think just in general people have a very irrational reaction to blood well it, like, it's, it's bleeding too though Sure, yes. and it's definitely a thing with vomit, but to your point, even more so with blood, people just lose their shit about it, and they really don't they, need to. They act like you're going to die, and I think that that's why I have to go and ninja out when I need to go vomit, because I, you know, a stranger will treat you better when you're vomiting than a friend. A stranger will go, oh, what the fuck happened to that guy, and keep walking. A friend will be, like, over you, like, you are you okay? Go away. Get all, Let me... Yeah. Let me do the dog's business in peace. Like, I, I hate, I, I'm not, this is etiquette. Am I wrong about this? No, you're well, totally right. I actively disbelieve in Evo Psych as a concept, but if it were real, there would probably be something there that causes that, right? Oh, oh, yes. Like, people don't want to be, yeah, I, you would think if it was that, they would want to get away from you. But most people, like, stand at a distance and go, are you okay? Which, you know, asking a person if they're okay while they're vomiting, got to be one of the least helpful. Yeah. Are you a leper now? <laughs> Do we need to kick you out of our colony? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. That's where their mind is going. What if this is like the next, you know, Chinese flu that this guy is spewing out all over mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the Deerfield Beach campus? I managed it was to, a bad uh, time. I managed to cover an entire stall in my vomit at a very crowded high-end restaurant when I was home on leave. Oh, and that rocks. Yeah, it's it was like for probably 10 minutes straight where nobody <laughs> came into the bathroom. 
like not a single oh. person. I went in, wow. did what I needed to do for about 10 minutes, got out, washed off, and then went right back out, and nobody knew a goddamn thing. So I got to yeah, ask, though, Aaron, man. what caused it? Uh, just me Something drinking you ate to or... excess. Okay. Okay. Now, that is much preferred, I think. It's definitely much preferred. Um, I have one more story, and it's going to lead into a news topic. I think, I think you'll find this quite interesting. So I my, entertained my father last weekend over here. He came down from uh, New York to come and visit. So, you know, me and him were two avid home cooks. We like to throw it down. Uh, we like to really make some crazy stuff. We also like to, you know, test things. So he's down here for like a week. And um, we're, we're, we're trying things. We, and we buy uh, a package of beef called Brooklyn Burgers. They're, they're pre-arranged burger patties. Hmm. They, they look like starfish in the way that they're shaped. I think the idea is because as the burger shrinks, it turns into a circle without, ba without balling. I, I, it worked. It was a good technology. It actually worked. I did some further – all right. So the burgers were 100% Angus, USDA Prime or whatever it is. Good yeah, burgers top, top is what shelf. it said. What's the uh, what it what, said. Give me the percentage on that. Lean, uh, oh, I didn't get a, I, I, I didn't get a percentage on it. It felt quite juicy, I'll tell you. So was it was it grass fed though, or was this thing eating zog slob? No, from it appears, I would classify the quality of the burger as good. So they're probably slopping. They're probably eating some grass. Corn fed Iowa's curse. Is that what they were eating? I, that's where I think that this is going. So these are these are industrialized burgers. Okay, they're shaped like starfish. When you cook them, they turn into a burger shape without turning into a meatball. It was pretty well done. I start looking into them. I I, I look at the back of the box and it says uh, like company licensed to Howard Mora. I go Howard Mora. That's an interesting name. He also works with a guy named Alan Buxbaum. Brooklyn Burgers, the company, was featured on a CNBC reality show called The Profit. Okay? They, they, the whole business model was like the subject of, uh, of, of this, 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 this TV show's uh, investigation. So it's a show kind of like um, Shark Tank, if you will. Somebody will go in, they'll explain the product, they'll go through the factory, how's it being done, to try and attract investors to the company. Well, it turns out they had a very successful showing on this Shark Tank-style show, but it turns out that they were labeling their inferior choice-grade beef with prime-grade beef stickers uh. for like six years. For like six years, they got away with doing this. Why is that important? As Paz explained, the difference between choice and prime is you get a little knuckle and penis in it. Well, actually, cows don't have penises. Or it's a good, solid burger made out of all the parts that you want the burger to be made out of. So, so this is the c controversy, right? Okay, fine. They, 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 get, they plead not guilty. They were released on, on bond. They might have run afoul of the law for a little while, but they eventually they showed up to court, from what I understand. And in the process, 
uh, they had to default. They had to default because they were released on bond. And so their original company, A-Stein Meats, went out of business, and they opened the Brooklyn Burger trademark. Okay? Now, what Hold I find on. out so were is... were they, like, oh, actively on the lamb? The way the story that I read is written, they had a difficult time finding the two of these fellas to appear for a court date. They were giving lots okay. of excuses. But these they eventually did appear. actively on the run, though, at least for they, a little while. For a little while. Okay. Now, and, and I think, Carl, you're going to really like this guy's name. Marcus Lemonis, he's the host of The Prophet. He bid on the company when they were closing it down. And he offered to invest $1 million in exchange for a 50% stake. A Greek guy out Jewed the Jews. It's a, it's a hero story for all Mediterraneans. Many he such offered, cases. He offered to buy the whole brand for just around $200,000, so less than the bond that one of them got out on, which is just a super charming uh, thing to do. They eventually, um, did the, the, the two of them, they said they settled on the $200,000 deal to, for Limonis to buy Brooklyn Burgers. They eventually pulled out. They said, we're not giving you the trademarks. They get sued again. Twice. Sure. Now Lamonis is suing them. Lamonis says, this is incredible. Lamonis in court is suing the two of these guys, Bucksbaum and Mora, countersue him and say that he forged their signatures on the contract for the trademarks. The two parties reached a private settlement just a year later. <laughs> So, so there, there there was an actual private settlement, which oh, oh yeah, look, which that, means... that says to me something might have actually been going on. Like there Big was something, something was bad, something bad going on both sides of this deal. What's great is their attorney offered a statement, and this was one of the statements. Mister Buxbaum has a lifelong history of being a law-abiding citizen who ran a reputable company until five years ago, and looks to forward to his whole exoneration after the trial and uh moro's lawyer declined to comment <laughs> which mm -hmm. i really enjoyed only one lawyer commented and gave a compliment the other lawyer did not give the guy a compliment i appreciate that quite a lot so moral of the story good burgers here's the twist a couple years ago because this happened like 10 years ago just a couple years ago they were on shark tank so they, they got on Shark Tank again. They got on the actual. They were on The Profit. They went through legal troubles. Boom, now they're on Shark Tank. How do you wow. like that? You guys That's ever great. watch Shark Tank and listen to just how many of those guys either have some sort of bad business trouble or a legal problem or have oh, to do yeah. multiple rounds on Shark Tank? You're so right. Like You're they so get, right. <clears throat> these people get dipped in the Shark Tank, but a lot of them are fucking sharks themselves. There's some oh, shady guys yes. go on there. Yes. So and 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 that is kind of why I just wanted to celebrate these two gentlemen as kings of the week because this is the American success story. Lie, cheat, steal, do it all again. It's great. Keep going. Keep going. I love it. And I that, it was excellent. Is that our news transition right there to the real topic of the day? Lie, cheat, steal? Well, I certainly uh Carr, I'll I'll hand it over to you if you have you have you any topics? Well, I mean, I've got the, the 
the big one, the big Kahuna that's been breaking uh-huh. uh, breaking our way. I would I would I would remind <laughs> I you and, not. and and the board. Well, <laughs> it, it's breaking on time, I guess, is what I might say. Uh, uh, yeah. After a release of the last episode, you know, it didn't come in Wednesday at twelve oh one, as news mm-hmm. often does. Uh, it came in <clears throat> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Gave us some time to really think about it. Um, there's a bunch of regional banks that were signaling some trouble. And I don't remember the exact timeline, but Thursday, Friday, a lot of them had been down on the year. Uh, and then... Well, so if I can just interject one moment, Car, to sure. clarify your timeline, it's because Thiel and a bunch of Thiel-adjacent figures started saying, hey, oh my gosh, look at this trouble brewing. And then a whole month went by, and then a very popular Twitter poster with a substack echoed mm. their warning. Uh, close, Bird. Not quite, but someone mm-hmm. similar to you. One way or another, uh, uh, while, while his substack may have accelerated this, oh. I think the, 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 um, the incentives built in, baked into the situation, were, were long uh, going to lead this way, whether it happened you know, this last weekend or in another three months or six months. But uh, I guess the the broad problem that's brewing here uh, for a lot of banks, a lot of smaller, less capitalized banks, um, is that as the Fed raises rates on short-term bonds, uh, well, the overnight rate and dragging up the early end of the curve up with it, and the curve is in, inverted, which is uh, really screwing things up, too. Um, it is messing with their business model to borrow short and lend long. That that idea is no longer profitable. Um, to add insult to injury, the uh, the um, they would previously invest in, you know, say, 10-year bonds or 30-year bonds. And those bonds have been taking a beating since the Fed's been raising rates. Uh, so they're they're losing money uh, if they have to liquidate those bonds. If they hold them to maturity, then they get what they were going to get, you know, in dollar terms. Um, but as um, on the margins, as people are withdrawing money from these banks, and that's happening because VC money is kind of drying up, and it's also happening because individual individuals are or or small companies or or family offices or whatever are seeing that they can go and buy a one month t-bill at that yields 4.8 percent or five percent so why the hell would they have their money in a bank in a savings account or a cd that yields at most two percent i mean you know it doesn't make any sense so the, the, the fed is is effectively the short end of the fed's yield curve is effectively sucking money out of these regional banks um, further compounding that is that the bank, these banks, um, are required by regulation to hold a certain amount of us securities, um, or, or treasuries, um, uh, as part of, you know, regulatory acts that were, that were passed over the past decade or two. Um, so the banks are just going insolvent and they, they don't have the cash. They can't liquidate these bonds at a loss, um, or well, they're being forced to, but it you know they're they're losing money on them to cover depositors pulling their money out of the bank, and that happened really really rapidly. Um, and I think there's already three or four banks that are 
having to be covered by FDIC. (laughs) But there's two that everybody's talking about and a handful more that people aren't talking about. Yeah. There's two in the news. Well, there there were probably 20 banks that the New York Stock Exchange halted trading on today. Yeah. In the early Yes. Hours. Yeah. But so, to my point, people aren't talking about the other ones. Just right. 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 Well, yeah. And I, I think the primarily it was it was first mover advantage. Silicon Valley Bank was the the, the first big name to, to, to come in uh, to, the, to the discussion over this topic. And uh, and I think but they're they good now. Bigger than all. Well, yeah. Yeah. The FDIC is coming in. Well, a special uh, board and fund was created to cover uh, everybody's deposits. So, uh, yeah, they did something like they've never done before in the history of this country. Yeah. It's created some sort of backstop fund, right? They're covering the full deposit for everyone. Even if they didn't take the optional extended insurance. That's my understanding. Which for the record, people don't necessarily understand, but the FDIC insurance is free for everyone up to that amount. You can actually get more FDIC insurance. It's yeah, but it will take longer than the pay period, right. I believe, was the the big concern for the, as they're calling it, the contagion. Mm-hmm. I love the language. I really do. I love the language that surrounds this. Yeah, so, but I, I remember, uh, Car, I think I messaged you. I was messaging a lot of people about this for reasons exp- have, that I've explained to you. Um, I, I, from what I saw, Janet Yellen was like, we're not going to bail them out. They're not going to be getting a ballot. And then about four hours later, they're not, you know, legally bailing them out. However, they mm-hmm. have designed this. They're bailing uh, what they, They're bailing them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, but exactly they're only bailing SFB out. They're not bailing out any of the other banks, from what I understand. Uh, so there could still be. See, this is what I like. They're going to bail out the main one, but they're not going to stop the contagions. Uh, which I think is just kind of an interesting move. Am I right on that? Are you seen the same thing, cars? I have not, but I, I you know, I don't, I, I, I didn't see that. Um, but you know, we're really in the midst of, you know, it. This the shit's still flying right now. So I, I would not bank on the the fact that they're not going to cover so, the other one. Bird, for what it's worth, it was my impression that special program they set up wasn't just for Silicon Valley. That any of these banks that were getting in trouble could use it. And that I paid special attention to the language they used there because they also said it was only going to be for 20 billion and there's no way that's going to be enough. No. And that's why I was paying attention to it. So what I had read, and this is what I'm looking at now, it doesn't seem like it's, I mean, I'm sure that I could look, take a longer amount of time to actually look for what specifically uh, was happening, but it seems that the FDIC transferred all deposits insured and uninsured and substantially all assets of the former SFB of Santa Clara to the newly created bridge bank. It doesn't seem as though uh, depositors will have full access to their money beginning on Monday. So it seems like they just federalized the bank. Is that more accurate language because it does isn't this something they wanted to do with Lehman Brothers back in 08 like they wanted to do something like this scheme to secure the deposits was that the number one biggest bank in history because they've always been they've been saying this is number two was, was it was I think so yeah yeah I think it was the the biggest the biggest one to default 
Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is number two, yeah. Number two, uh, biggest to default, yeah. I don't know what they did like, during that era. It's not the second biggest in real terms. It's the second biggest because of the funny money involved. You know, uh-huh. if you oh, look at the it. amount of money on paper, it's the second biggest. But it's not really the second biggest because there's so much fake money in the economy. Well, you know, if you're looking at it in terms of size and impact... No, it's not really the second, no matter what techie doomsayers are saying. They are calling this quantitative easing eternity. Um, we're out, mm. so we've stepped out of the number paradigm, and we're now perpetually going to be easing quantitatively <laughs> until the end of time. Yeah. Well, we've well, we out of numbers and into time. As long as the Federal Reserve has existed, we are being yeah. milked. <laughs> In Please do the joke, Bert. Just do the joke. <laughs> we are. You know you want. We are. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the, that was the joke. The, yeah. The, the, this uh, certainly sets up a different, a new paradigm here. Uh, if because the question now is, is the FDIC just or some legal entity that's separate but equal to the FDIC or whatever, now just responsible for all deposits, no matter how big. Like they, they're a bank now. Yes. So, so it's like, what behavior is out of bounds for banks now? If everything is insured, there's no, there's no like, it's on the power of our military, baby. Well, risk analysis for their for where they need to be putting their money. Like for example, like it's not like they were ever practicing risk analysis in the first place. That's how we got here. Well, well, I'm sure that like the the board of fucking Silicon Valley bank is no longer going to be in any decision-making capacity from now on. You know what I mean? So there is kind of a punishment on a, on a human level. Like you no longer hold your position. That's your punishment, but that's not to say that they can't go on to hold other positions that do exactly the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think you need to remember the human element of it. It's pretty freaking embarrassing to be on a board of a bank that has to default. I mean, that that's the, the, they don't, they don't, I don't think they want to do Not that. Not for me. Um, my, my question to you, Car, is what were they thinking buying these, buying these long-term bonds at historically low interest rates when they love like, America. retards like you and I know that the interest rate can only go up? Uh, what were they, what like well, well, because that? that's the, that's been historically the strategy is, is bar, it, be, by and large throughout U.S. history, Except for brief periods of time, the health the the yield curve is roughly healthy. Like the two year interest rate is lower than the ten year. The ten year is lower than the thirty year, and so if you yeah. can, and furthermore, like the interest rate that you're paying um, the people that deposit with you is is tiny. Um, so if you yeah. can borrow from the oh, people, because that's what you're doing <laughs> when you when someone deposits at a bank, they're just borrowing the money from you. Uh, and then yeah. they're lending it out to either the U.S. government or um, mortgages, you know, private, mor- private mortgage investment, you know, what, whatever it is on a longer term um, uh, and then taking the spread. But what happens is so it, it's it doesn't matter if the 30 year is historically low. Let's say it's at one percent. Well, what are they paying you in your checking account or your savings account? It's still there's still a spread there. Um, Uh, and, and, uh, and you know, that, that was just kind of the game, but the, the, uh, I, you know, I'm painting with pretty broad brushstrokes here, but, um, you know, it's, it's borrow short, lend long and take the spread. 
that's all fine and good as long as the yield curve is normal. Um, but now we're not only in a bond bear market across the board, but it's signaling a recession. So the yield curve is inverted. So now the f- one month T-bill is yielding 4.8% and the 30 year is at like three or something like that. I mean, it's, it, it's v- very, very yeah. bizarre, which does happen from time to time. It's usually a classic indicator of an incoming recession is, is when the yield curve goes yeah, inverted. Like people like pe- people like us have been calling this for forever now, years yeah, yeah, but how long have how just, long have they been making yeah. money like this? Years. But then they look at your timeline, Aaron, and, and then they don't take you seriously, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and then and and not only that, but then you know because of 08 and be you know as we see now, like they kind of figure they're going to get a bailout, and that bailout can come in some kind of form like this, or it can come with from uh you know negative interest rates like you know if the if it's something like that like that would still maintain their the 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 framework of their business um so you know that i think they just operate feeling as though the fed is going to come in or the fed or something similar is going to come in and snap snap up bonds at a lower rate um and uh, you know and they'll be okay uh and now as and you know frankly if the i i think if the fed we're not raising interest rates so aggressively right now. Um, I, I think they probably could have continued this for, uh, for a while. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a combination of things. Having that, that overnight rate at 5% or 4.75, whatever it is, and having the 30 year at whatever it is, two and a half, three, three and a half, something like that, um, creates an incentive. It creates all sorts of incentives that are really harmful to these regional banks and their business practices. Um, and so that, you know, and so like, this is just a flash in the pan, in my opinion. I mean, this is what banking is based on banking car, car, the, I'm sorry, but our banking system is right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. They are, they meaning the media that I consume, many are wondering, is this the big one? Uh, I mean, I think that the the big one started in 08. And it has been unfolding since, and they've been able to maneuver around it, you know, since then. I think I've heard but, that a lot, too, that, like, these depressions and things happen a lot slower than people seem to think. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times. If yeah. I can plug the Scarlet Thread Society real quick, it's topical, sure. because I've had on a certain account, at Adet on Twitter, mm-hmm. recently for several episodes, and she's been hammering this now since January, is that 08 never ended and we're still living under that paradigm. Yeah, we are. So I mean, if you folks haven't yeah. listened to those episodes, please go do, because it seems prescient now looking at it here in March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, will, I, I mean, the, the, will the, this the, event be a pump for Bitcoin? Well, it already has. Bitcoin's not financial like advice. 15 percent on the day or something like that i i I, yeah i think yeah like on the margins yeah it doesn't take you know bitcoin's not a big market there's it's not uh the market caps you know 600 billion something like that which is a drop in the bucket um you know i've i've long been uh of the opinion that um essentially capital controls whether they're accidental capital controls or intentional legal capital controls are what is going to really, really drive people towards it rather than um, inflation, although inflation obviously will as well as people seek to, um, you know, shelter themselves from it in, in a scarce asset. But um, capital, like 
on the margins, people are now kind of wondering, like, is my checking account safe? Um, uh. And and if it's not, then what does that leave you with? It leaves you with a few options. Um, I think people are going to flock into kill your neighbor. Yeah, oh, right. okay. I think they're going to go. Uh, I think they're going to flock into short term uh, U.S. debt, like the one month, the six month. You know, the one. Everybody year. is at the end of their credit limit, my man. I don't know what, yeah. how much more debt the individual American <laughs> don't I know. has access to. <laughs> Well, I'm talking about well, their checking account. Like, I mean, if you got ten grand, like, do people what still do? have does. shit in their checking accounts? They do people don't. actually no, just have so. money? I don't think they do. Didn't they? Isn't this like a thing they say a lot? Where like most people don't have access to more than six hundred bucks? Well, yeah, and people have been saying that sort of thing for years. Uh, yeah, but the, now my solution is more reasonable. Form. I'm just the, the, saying those those people aren't driving these these movements is i guess yeah. what i'm getting at i mean the, I the, understand. The, the yes. average american with a checking account are kind of a non-issue um what's what's more what's what's going to be the bellwether is for companies like i work for where they source their where they source their investment from mm-hmm. so what i'm hearing in at least the the real estate market is that we have a thousand options to raise to, to raise investment money um we don't really like to sell equity shares to raise it, but we're also getting, it's also getting more and more unappealing to go to, you know, your local medium sized investment bank and float loans. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're looking at, let's open a bank, you know, the, the 500 options for raising money from private capital. Why don't we just open a bank? But now, so now, now companies like yours, Aaron have to compete against short-term treasury bonds that are yielding five percent at quote-unquote risk-free. I mean, to the American. Well, it would be it would investors. be the investors that are, are our investors that give us the money, right? I mean, we we just build warehouses. Yeah, no, no, no I understand, <laughs> but on the margins, every company like yours that is looking to raise capital, it that mm-hmm. the cost of that capital is going up because they're having to com- they're having to compete with the fact that they can go get. What yeah. they perceive yep. to be, trust me, I, I know that it's not risk-free, but it, that's the, that is the, the egregore that we've created, is that treasury bonds are backed by the full faith and credit of the United States, and those are risk-free. So everybody, every normie out there with money is looking at, and saying, do, do I get risk-free 5% yield in one-month treasury bills that mature you know, every month or you know, six months or what, whatever instrument they want? Um, so I can, you know, if I need the cash, it'll be available within several weeks at the latest. Um, mm-hmm. do I do that or do I go buy equity in a company that I don't really understand? And that's going to raise the cost of uh, raising capital for companies like yours and mine, frankly. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's going to drive, drive up those costs. So it's, it's, um, it's, you know, it, it it's, pu- it's, you know, things are straining. I, I think things are straining and yeah. and it, things are definitely slowing it's, down. It, at least. It's, it's very unclear where to put your money at this point. Well, you should you put know, your money in, in a Silicon Valley bank. I mean, they just got a great bailout and a good mm-hmm. a good plan going. Forward. I, can, I, I can tell you that just for what it's worth, the velocity of money in the commercial and industrial real estate space is significantly slowing. Yeah, yeah I would bet that. Yeah. I think yeah, uh, I, I think you guys are being very um, pessimistic. Um, I think we got a great bailout. 
Um, I think, I think, I think we should open a bank. I think we we can count on the U.S. government to bail us out because we do what they say. What do you get the wrong last name? <laughs> or do you? Isn't that uh, just we, what we don't the know. COVID payroll loans were for? Which they're coming to collect on. That's why Biden hired forty kajillion IRS agents to recoup. To recoup really, I thought money. he hired those motherfuckers to come <laughs> after people's six hundred dollar PayPal accounts. Well, as you know, most people only have six hundred dollars, and so uh, they're looking. They're looking to do that pretty swiftly. Yeah. I owe a significant amount of taxes. I have never had to owe taxes before. But now I owe a significant amount. <laughs> Don't you love America? Don't you? Oh my god! Don't you love how this country is treating you? I look at the camera. Like the the guy at H and R Block like laughed at me when he like, <laughs> finally hit the, hit the finalize button. So you got boosted <laughs> by H and R Block? Is that what you're telling I us? I did, yeah. And you didn't even yeah. tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I'm, I'm just trying not to cry. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, so anyway. What are they th- gonna, this what, whole... Can they jail you? This was a question. <laughs> can somebody answer for me? Can they jail you if you don't pay your taxes or not? Jail yeah, but it dead. takes a pretty long timeline. Yeah, like, yeah, if, yeah, if you true. just decide the... to do tax fraud, yeah, they'll jail you eventually, but it'll take them years to do it. What do they jail you on? Tax fraud? Is that a real thing? Tax evasion or there's probably nobody who's trying to rape you in those jails Mm -hmm. how'd they jail wesley snipes i don't remember exactly i know it was some tax front of the show it was some Uh, tax no i think they i think if you work for if you have a i mean what they'll do is they'll just go after your employer they'll just go what if i stop working they'll attach your what if i work for the show baby yeah nobody gives me money they send me (laughs) stuff yeah you know, you, the barter economy to dodge taxes. Yes. You won't go to jail. Are we leaning market. back into agorism here? Is that what's yeah, about that's to happen? That's the great market right there. Is we just, we... I never leaned out. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been here the whole time. Um, yeah, here's my thought is um, all I, I'm, I'm one of these Silicon Valley elite types, and I feel like things are doing great for me. So I'm very bullish about the economy right now. Great. All right. I'm bullish because real estate will never go out of style. Land. Land is the only thing on the planet they don't make more of, right, Aaron? Damn right. I want to take us to a topic. This is an interesting one. Tony DeLuca, named by his mother at his birth as Anthony DeLuca, was elected, should I say re-elected, to a Pennsylvania state representative seat on Tuesday. He, he won, he's over 85 at this point, he, there was a late change in some ballots, and therefore he was the nominee. And he ended winning up winning with a huge percentage of vote, eighty five percent. He's represented the district since nineteen eighty three until his death in October. Gentlemen, the Democratic Party has elected a dead guy to represent the state of Pennsylvania. 
I think that's a triumph. Isn't that fucking rock? Uh, uh, That's pretty good. Trans life, trans, (laughs) what, help me. You're right. No, I think we brought this up on our last You're show. We trying, into and I appreciate trans. you trying. <laughs> we were bridging into the trans vital. Uh, the um, trans vital. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be vital. We don't want to be vitalist. We don't want to be vitalist here. Well, here's yeah. the thing: is this isn't even the first time this sort of thing has happened, is it? What? But no, it is not actually. It happened once before with the legendary per, uh, uh, sex pervert and uh, brothel operator Dennis Hoff. Um, in uh, Nevada, he was elected, though he had died. Um, and so I think this is transvital pulse queer. <laughs> I think it's excellent. Um, because, and I'm going to bring this back to a topic we've spoken about before. We already, and let's be serious. We already have a president who's four different people, three of which have died, and they're looking for a fifth. We already in uh, actually wasn't it also in the state of Pennsylvania where John Fetterman was yeah. elected? Yes. Yep. Fettermania so now Slendermania. He, he's Slendermania. back out of the hospital finally, isn't he? Yeah. I, I don't believe we've seen a photograph great. of him yet, though. He hasn't appeared in public. Yeah, has we he? saw photographs. We Didn't talked we? about it last week. But he was that signing bills uh, in the hospital, wasn't he? Or well, there was, he was a picture of him in a chair with two people next to him. You know, Carr, I, I got to see it on video so at least I can analyze any mistakes, you know. Uh, picture these days, a picture can be so easily faked. I think he's dead, by the way. I actually think he died. But no. but my point is, we're dealing, can't be we're dealing with Fettinger's cat. We're dealing with... Does it matter if the politician is alive or not? You know the Norman well, Rockwell painting? It does not do you, matter. Do, do you no. know the Norman Rockwell painting of the guy standing up to speak amongst the crowd yes. of shocked yes. listeners? The guy getting up says, does it matter if he's alive or not? Right. I mean, we're getting into like a are, – are, isn't this almost like a Theseian ship type of, of – of deal where it's as like our, if, as our progressively living empire slowly dies so too do all of its representatives yeah, <laughs> yeah and is it still the same empire um, you know no. you could actually market that bullshit to trans because they love that sort of healthy king healthy nation nonsense they yeah. do love you that. could but, but, totally sell that as an ebook I'm but hear me saying. out guys hear me out guys if if the political milieu surrounding joe biden remains relatively constant and you're just swapping out new Joe Bidens. I mean, is it not still Joe Biden? Cathedral. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the it's Theseus's cathedral. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That's there it. There we go. That was profound. Old right? innovative new political theory. You heard yeah. it here Bang. first. Mm. We're still gonna call the episode Near Moose, though. <laughs> Thank <But> yeah. you. <laughs> I, I couldn't even get the, I couldn't even get the headline. Uh, I was hoping you'd go with uh, just on the shaft. Just on uh, shaft. I will do this in the description. I'll mention the the. Fettinger's cat and the we'll we'll get it all in there. We're gonna make sure everybody knows all the things that we've coined today. Um, Good. Tracking my shaft. In, in other news, somebody needs to keep an eye on Morgan Freeman. I think he's gonna die within the next three or four weeks. He didn't look very good Ooh. at the Oscars, um, so we're gonna keep a little bit of an eye on him. Okay. Um, and that's it. I think that's all that I've got on my end. Car, you got any closers? Uh, I had a story about a cat that was on cocaine. I don't know. Do you guys see that? No, coke cat. Yeah, I guess. 
there, uh, a, a cat. Uh, it's called a serval. I guess it's like a leopard. Oh, a serval. Yeah, they're like serval. a little. So this yeah. isn't a cat. This is a serval. Yeah, it's like okay, a. So it's not a cat. No, I mean it's a feline type thing. It's in the. It's a little kingdom. bigger like than a, a little bigger and more muscular than a house cat. I would say. Yeah. I'm, I I meant cat in the broader term, like a okay. like a. Oh yeah, feline. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Cat. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Got got. Uh, got loose during a, a traffic stop and then just kind of got out, climbed a tree. They rescued it, um, took it to, you know, a, a veterinarian where I guess they just test animals for drugs. Uh, yeah, they totally do oh, that, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And it turned out it was on cocaine. So anyway, now okay. it's at the Cincinnati Zoo or something like that. I don't know. Like, you know, just these I stories. Think they, cocaine they, is back, man. Cocaine yeah, is so it's fucking, fucking back. back. It's pretty fucking back. So is the uh, late stage American, I think, is back. And it's kind of oh, funny I, thinking yeah. about like the managerial class trying to deal with late stage Americans. You know, it's like, all right, guys, just <laughs> go to work, have a vacation every now and then and give us a portion of your money. Everybody little, co- little cocaine but, cat. maybe. But instead, the late stage American goes <clears throat> like decides to just go on an unemployment, begins importing exotic cats and monkeys and stuff, gives them cocaine, and then lets them out into the wild during a routine traffic stop. And it's got what this really point. shows is that, that you can't repress the essential American spirit. Thank you. Pause. That's a uh, that's just as good just a close it right to, there. That was yeah, fucking just gorgeous. Right, we love guys. our cocaine. Folks. I love this. Uh, I actually uh, had uh, a <laughs> I actually had a news story that I put in the DMs. And was promptly. I don't you're, believe you're you. This close. You didn't you're this close. Do that, Aaron. I don't believe you did either. No, it's uh, I I have some very bad news for you, Bird. Oh great! Your uh, beautiful beach view is about to get uh destroyed. Climate change. Oh. Red tide, climate so change. What? Uh, tangentially related, I'm sure. Uh, a giant seaweed bloom, so large it could be mm-hmm. seen from outer space. Mm-hmm. Maybe headed towards Florida's Gulf Coast. They've been talking about hey. this shit for fucking years, man. Bring the Have seaweed they? on. That's what. We'll do. All right, five thousand miles in girth, which is twice Japan the girth clear of the United this States. Up really quick, if we just import the Japanese, they'll clear it up. My uh, remember when they put uh, my suggestion on the White would be House to lawn? line up on the beach with your rifles and start shooting. Yeah, at well, we can kind of solve this problem on the next episode, I think. So won't work. Uh, yeah. Until next week, keep two hands on the wheel. Seaweed.